Welcome to the Nourishment Podcast. Be more burnt spoon, DC glass pipe, VA scent bells, about that trap life. I don't know. I don't care about him. Like, I think he's great, though. I'm just not attached to him emotionally. Like, I, he's a player I just don't care about. You know how you got players? They might not even be that great, but that's just your man's. Yeah. You I'm, preferred this thing. I ain't gonna lie. I only wanted to get it because of KD and shit. I'm tired of everybody acting like KD was the reason the Warriors were ever going to win and shit. Nah, but they needed KD the years as they want. I agree with that, but... KD needed them just as much as they needed KD. True, true. I mean, I don't think nothing. I don't think anything's wrong with Steph. I just think his hair is peasy. He signed, he signed the Under Armour. Ice cream dude. That shit's crazy. Hair is peasy. He's a great guy. His hair is just a little bit peasy. And Steph, a light skin dude with all dark skin dude tendencies. He really is. He really is. He, he is the second most dark skin light skin guy. Ti is the first. Y'all see? Yeah. <laughs> T.I. got some peasy ass hair, too. It must his be. Head. Yeah, that's how his you know like can be real. Too, his man. Thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just broke down the science on him. Oh, my uh, God. That's some funny shit, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, we know you black, bro. You ain't fit, man. <laughs> <laughs> did you Did you pick who you was going to? You got winning the finals? Oh, no, I, I, didn't, uh, I said I want the Warriors to win. You want the Warriors to win? Because I, I, want, I want Steph to get the MVP in the finals. They jerked him the first year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they gave the Eagle Dollar. <laughs> they they did give the Andre Eagle Dollar. <laughs> he came in and he, he didn't no, they won. No, listen, no. Andre Eagle Dollar, he, he deserved that shit. They won. He no, deserved that shit, man. No. It's recording right now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> not MVP, though. You don't, you don't think he deserved MVP? They would not have won the finals if it wasn't for him, yo. They wouldn't have. I agree. He I mean, made too many big plays. Like, yep. I'll, I'll give you that, but some big plays in being consistent the whole, however many games it went, mean something. That's like Scotty Pippen having three big players. You're like, oh, let's give it to Scotty. Fuck what Mike was driving 30 or three games a series. I guess you, you got to average out the big plays. Like, Steph Curry disappeared. He was he, he was clearly weak on defense. Like, we know you can no see team. where the drop-off was. If you say, say, if like, say if this was the, like a... Right, so he had a game. A sliding here. scale. Yeah, and 35. if you average out the sliding scale, Steph's sliding scale would be like right here, and then Andre Iguodala would be here over yeah. the course of all the Exactly. Games. All right, but... Agreed. But that that uh that average play over yeah, having man. an extremely great game and then Arda came down. And, see his regular games look bad because he'd be so extravagant sometimes. That could be yeah, he might be, he might, he might <laughs> so, be a victim of so, his own. Yeah, he'd be his own success. Yeah. Then he have a regular game. You like he played like some shit. No. He had twenty five, eight. And so so what about two. the what about the two games that what, uh, the, uh, shit the two finals that uh he disappeared? No, I'm talking the two final who who disappeared. Stuff. I wouldn't say he disappeared. I mean that's what people be calling it. No, it was just that he had a better player on his team. Oh, you talking about Kevin? Yeah, yeah. he won those two. No, I didn't. I didn't argue about Kevin's MVP. Yeah. I didn't say anything about that. Yeah, no, I didn't. So you don't have a problem with with him winning those? Kevin fucking that wait, he earned him. I just don't think Iguodala should have got over Steph. That's all. What was his stats? Look up his stats real quick. For who Iguodala? Iguodala for that finals. So I think that was the finals where we were trying to say that uh, LeBron James should have won it. It was. Yeah, yeah LeBron just even though he lost. Yeah. No, it's that loud. Like, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. top. I ain't gonna lie now. <laughs> Super Bowl. Boy, nigga, that won the NBA Finals. He should have won that day. LeBron should have won that day. LeBron yeah. definitely should have won that day. That shit was wild. Was now, like, if he wasn't giving it to Steph, and y'all gave it to LeBron, I should fuck up. Okay. On a losing team. That's what I'm saying. That shit ever happened before? No. No. That would have been the first time. They kept saying that. You don't know what the hell going on. You over here looking. All right, that's cool, man. Listen. They were trying to say that LeBron James. 
should have won the finals MVP the one year that uh, you know who Andre Iguodala is. No. All right, cool. Ain't no need to even talk to you about it. Then you just sit over there, man. Just look look goofy, okay? Because you look goofy because you don't watch basketball. All right, you goddamn goofball. <laughs> finals on right now. You know who's in the finals? Yes. Who's in the finals? You guys just said it. <laughs> <laughs> you know who Steph Curry is? Yes. All right. You know, but yeah, never mind. You know, no. Yo, he averaged sixteen point three points, <laughs> four assists, and five point eight rebounds. All right. MVP. And how much did uh? Um, it's definitely more than that. How much Steph? Come on, tell me. That's definitely some mid. <laughs> <laughs> he had that block though. Yeah, that's all he did. He got MVP because of the block. Yeah, man, look, listen, they don't win the finals without that yeah. block. Yeah, that block does not make you the MVP of the series. Yeah, sure it does. Oh, Shit, if you don't if you don't make the block, we lose. Like I just told you, Scotty Pippen should have got a couple MVPs. Did he make a block and they would have? Uh, Scotty locked what, what block? Scotty locked down. Scotty locked down. What block? Scotty locked down magic. Oh, man, you talk about that first one and shit, man. I'm just saying, you actually. Nah, Jordan deserved that one. <laughs> Cooking motherfuckers. I'm just out saying, there, if y'all giving a nigga, if y'all niggas giving MVPs and niggas who ain't outplayed the best nigga on the team, Scotty should have had MVP. No. I'm just saying. You're wrong. Don't, don't put that mud, that, that smut on fucking Michael Jordan's uh, six MVPs. Don't nobody got six fucking MVPs. Uh, what about old ass Bill Russell? Bill Russell probably got like 10. <laughs> what well, my man, uh. My man JJ Reddick said uh, that's because he was out there playing against car sellers. Motherfuckers that had with them fucking plumbers. Yeah, I was like, damn, that's disrespectful and shit. Is, but he was, though. A bunch of five nine niggas out there running around. And they had a three point line. Yeah, they didn't. The three point line came in what? The 70s or the 80s? Oh, um, shit. I think it was the 70s. It was the 70s? I think it's the late 70s. Too. Yeah, probably the 70s. Oh, yeah. shit. We ready? We start? We, we just we just rolling from here? We were just talking and shit, man. Yeah, we can start, though. You know what that's I'm saying? That's how we do. We just talking, you know. Random conversation. Yeah, random ass conversation. Yes. We can't, he know he was on the damn show before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another installment of the Luxurious Podcast, Northford Podcast. I go by the name of Jordan. You know, we out here kicking it on a, a random night. Baltimore City, up late night. You know, trying to figure out, uh, you know, production and things of that nature. But we got under uh, control. We got under wraps. Sorta. Uh, we kicking it right here. I got my man Calvin. He chilling. Yeah. Word life. Uh, we're saying Desmond. I don't know where he is. God bless him. Um, want me to introduce you? You just want to stay over there. We'll bring you in later. It doesn't matter. Um, huh? No video. No, we're not doing video right now. We're going. Look, listen. I got this, man. My bad. It's cool out, man. We got. Uh, we're sitting here chilling. It's kind of a part two. Do you want to call it a part two? Yeah, definitely. We can call it a part two. We sitting here with. Uh, the, the the juice god, um, holistic extraordinaire, um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, what what whatever. Uh, yeah, um, you know he he just be whipping it, man. He be out here making sure people are healthy, gut health, you know. Mm-hmm. Because if if you you're juicing correctly, whatever. I'm just gonna let him say it, man. We chilling with the god Q Quintel. We out here chilling. He owns uh the good part. What up, what up? Yeah, you know I'm saying? It's located in Johns Hopkins University. Where in Johns Hopkins University? We're going to keep doing this all it's, through the show. It's life. inside the uh, the new Ralph O'Connor Center for well, Health. What? Uh, yeah. The Ralph O'Connor <laughs> Center. But it has like a big, long, nice name. Like uh, It's the Ralph O'Connor Center mm-hmm. for Recreation and Well-Being and Good Part and Company serves the well-being part. So that's what, you know, that's what that it is. is. That is an intricate name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, 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 had to, they had to add some more sauce on it once they... <laughs> renovated and made it all new but yeah, we located on at Johns Hopkins Homewood campus right off of University Parkway so 
The address is 3400 North Charles Street, but that mm. will take you any and everywhere on campus. So just look up Ralph O'Connor Center in Google Maps. It'll take you straight to the Good Part Company Cafe. The cafe on 1216 North Charles Street is no longer. It's closed now, so, you know, shout out to that cafe. We'll be started. The original vibes. Right. Yeah, yeah. That was a dope spot too, though. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, you know, the, relo the relocating was cool. Like, consolidating, consolidating the stores was, um, I mean, it wasn't an easy decision to make, but it wasn't that hard. I didn't set out to start, I, I didn't start, set out to just open a store. I right. set out to start a health and wellness brand. So I had to do what it, what it took to keep the brand going. You know what I mean? So having a brick and mortar store, like it was a loss, yes. but I had another one, you know what I'm saying? And the brand is still, the brand is still strong. Good part and company still matters. We still got a core customer base. The logo is still incredible. You know what I'm saying? It still means something to the people. So, you know, losing the first store wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad at all. Right, but you opened your joint like in the pandemic though, right? We opened during the pandemic and that, that contributed a lot to uh, the lack of sales like the business model was based on foot traffic right. mostly foot traffic from University of Baltimore and now college is not in session and uh, the delay also ate up a lot of funds we would be using for marketing and stuff like that to start out because mm. I had to use those funds for, for other things just to keep the storefront going so I wasn't able to really dive in and market like I wanted to I was kind of like scumbers first time owning, owning the store hot, first time having employees you know, I got to wear all the hats. Right. I don't have a partner or anything. I mean, I had a business coach and mentor, you know, at the time too, but I was still learning through the process. And also I got to learn how to manage all the money as well. Right. So I didn't really get a chance to like stop doing those things to get marketing in place like I needed to. I just had to dive right in. Like I literally was like, yo, we got open. I can't just be sitting here no more. <laughs> right. I'm tired of just taking juice orders. It's time to get these smoothies popping. It's time to get these bowls popping. I got to get the full effect of Good Part and Company going. So... Um, I wouldn't say I rushed. I just had to. I just had to do what I had to do. Right. But I did it. I did what I was supposed to do. The universe told me open. I opened one in the pandemic. You know, people needed access to more holistic health sources. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that was. I think that was a good thing, and it got me to here. So, that was the way it's supposed to go. Yeah, that's dope, though. Cause I ain't allowed you open that during the pandemic. I said, man, it must got bread everywhere to open up right now. <laughs> so many people would say that. Not not about not about the bread pub, but just like the uh, opening up during the pandemic. I ain't think about that. Like honestly, I'm just trying to open my business. Right. I was set to open in April. Um, and then the pandemic hit in March, so that pushed pushed everything back. And then I was just literally sitting until September. So that's about five months, right? Something like that. But. I didn't think about, you know, how it, it, the look of opening during the pandemic, man, that didn't matter. I was going to open regardless because that was my goal. You know what I'm saying? So, now we're here. Yeah. And I'm grateful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, like, with the um, the relocation, how, how are you liking the, the uh, new aesthetics and how is it different from the original spot? Because I know you had kind of, like, decorated or personalized. Yeah, yeah. So... Me and my girl Kiana, man, Kiana, we, um, she doesn't tell you design for condiments. Shout out to Key. She came, we put out touch. I just picked the color palette, gave her some ideas, and she came in and just helped me make everything come together. And then the new spot don't have the same personal touch, but it's not, it's not bad. I mean, I'm, I'm getting more used to it. 
I can say I like it more now than I did, first did. So it's a, it's inside a gym. So I'm used to everything kind of being the way we set it up. So everything from the design, the color palette, we had oil diffusers in the first joint, so it smelled a certain way. Right. You know what I mean? You can tell how things, um, when we juiced, you could smell the lemon and stuff like that. Okay. Now you come in the, the, the new cafe at Hopkins, and you hear basketballs and sneakers squeaking and stuff like that. It don't feel... It don't have the cafe effect. Right. Right. Like right. small cafe, coffee shop type vibes, right? But it's it's active. You feel energy when you walk in, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um the build out that the Hopkins did, it wasn't too far from the color palette. It had whites, it had the wood, the tan color. So, you know, white and tan is a part of um a part of our color palette. So we just came in and put put some more green in there. Right. You know, gave it a little bit of our flavor. Uh we had to adjust to a lot of that build out, you know, when you build stuff on your own, you know what you got. You got right. there's purpose and functions for certain types of materials, certain types of cheap rock or whatever you put on the wall. I can't just throw what I want on the walls in Johns Hopkins. That's their yes. property. Yeah, that's right, not right, my property. That shit belong to Johns. So that that was kind of blowing me because every time yeah. I got a cool idea to kind of give it our flavor, they're like, "Well, you know, we got to run that by so and so." And I'm like, "I understand. I'm not, uh, I'm not happy about that, but I understand. So it's cool. But yeah, I like it a lot better now." I'm, I'm way more settled in once we consolidated. Like, when we first opened, it was just rough. It was a mental block. I had a mental block going there because it just stretched me so much to have to travel from one end to the other end of Charles Street. Not a far ride at all, but now I'm walking to a totally different environment. I'm on a campus. There's kids everywhere. I don't mean to say kids like that, but I'm, 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 I'm 20 years old. Man. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't they all over no the place and they yeah. busy. They just in and out. You know, they, they got to get to this class and get to that class. So they don't really... It's gonna take a longer time for them to really digest the lifestyle aspect of Good Part and Company, and I felt like that was taken away from the brand. Right. But it might have been taken away from the lifestyle component, but it was bringing all of the cash, it was yes, bringing the yes. cash flow. So I couldn't be mad at that. So to answer the question, I like it. I like it more now than I did when I first started, and I'm gonna like it more as time goes on. So. And I think as the I think as the um, the traffic builds, or the, it becomes consistent. You can instill that, um, yeah, the essence of the brand. Yeah, yeah. I'm finding more ways now that I got things a bit more settled and I got a better feel for what the students are into. Yeah, and how to incorporate the original good partners. You know, the, all, all of the supporters from the first, right. from, from when the brand first started. So, yeah, I think I can do a better job now. Yeah, I, I, gotta, I gotta get to, the, I gotta get to the new spot. I ain't get that. Yeah, yet. and another thing is. It's 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 hard to find. It's it's not street facing. <laughs> it's not street facing like the first shop. So it just it's just it's just a, a new challenge. Like it's just weird for the original good partners. What I call off campus customers. Mm. They don't know where it is. Like right. I got the directions on the page. A lot of people can follow the directions, but it seems so off the map. Even that area of Baltimore doesn't seem like you're in Baltimore. Right. So people just like don't even really come to that part of town unless they just familiar with. You know Johns Hopkins and the Thirty Third Street area and stuff like that. Right. It's like a little small campus town or college town in the middle of the city, and people just don't go. It's like protected by its own Johns Hopkins fence or something like that. Right. So it's not street facing. People don't know where it is. If they type in the address thirty four hundred, it's gonna take them to Wyman Park Drive and the BMA, and it can oh, take you anywhere so except, except for, for the gym. That, so yeah. yeah, so that's a that's another challenge, but. Uh, we're working through that. Oh, know? yeah. You on a campus then. You on a campus. You yeah, yeah. Campus, on the campus. 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 So, you, know, <laughs> you can you can drive down onto the campus. You can walk down onto the campus. People that live in that neighborhood, they're familiar they're with the familiar. campus. Because they can come around there and 
walk on the, the campus tracks and stuff like that. People walk their dogs and stuff over there. So people in that area, they're familiar, but people just driving around in the city, they can't just like pull up like they could when right, they was down in Mount right Vernon. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, that's dope, though. Any any questions you have, Jordy? He was fooling, man. Well, only one, why would you ask that question? <laughs> he's like, tagging you in, yeah, yo. That, that, that was, that was mad and felt unprofessional with you. He's, he's tagging he you in, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, you, you hear him? Like, you have any questions, Jordan? Yeah, because I'm going to keep yeah, going. Yeah, if yeah, you know what I'm saying? Keep going. I know how to jump in. I know how to play double Dutch, man. You should do that in the streets of Philly, man. Go ahead and ask him some questions. Because I'm on the speed of the process. Keep going. Keep going. I'm straight. Because I know you brought, like, some products with you. I didn't know if you wanted to, like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the products. Yeah, so you can't. First of all, I learned years ago as a young adult, don't go places without bringing something. You know what I'm saying? You want to bring the bless. You want to bring blessings to places when you visit. It's a sign of appreciation for people to have you in their space. You know what I'm saying? So I brought juice. You know what I'm saying? We got the green mountain. Green mountain. Y'all hear that? That's that premium glass bottle hitting the table. I got the Camden. I got the Mount Vernon, and I got the Howard. So yeah, I brought some juice. Okay, look at that. You know what I'm saying? So I had this, him on ice because we got this one right here. I'm, I'm Jordan. I'm behind the mic. Don't worry about that, guys. You probably won't see too much of me in this episode, and that's fine because you want to focus on uh, my man Q. So, which one is this one right here? That I'm looking at this. Uh, that's the Mount Vernon. Right that's like Mount that's Vernon. a matcha lemonade. Ooh, okay, delicious. All right, bung right here. This this uh, red. The Howard. That's a hibiscus ginger type of uh, tea there. Okay, yeah. get money. Hibiscus tea right so there. So those the two Howard. are from like our. So we have like two lines of juices. One is the classics mm -hmm. that's like straight uh fruits and fruits and veggies yes the coolers are like more uh refreshing kind of supplement enhanced yes. so they have like all lemonade bases mm -hmm. right like fresh lemon juice matcha this one has hibiscus okay. uh hibiscus tea leaves and ginger added so yeah sweet all right and then we got this uh what's this like we got that's the that's the number one selling juice the camden that's really yeah orange pineapple carrot mm. um ginger and turmeric five so people let it i've had this one when you first open up the shop yeah. this this one i bought like like five of them joints right there yeah people love that yeah. and this is the green mount mm -hmm. so i keep thinking this is supposed to be more popular than it is i mean people like it because it's a green <laughs> juice but yeah. i'm just really starting to believe people just don't like green stuff it's just too healthy why like, so this is like a, this yeah. is a sweet green juice people who drink juice understand having a sweet green juice versus mm -hmm. like a deep green where it's like no fruits in it right it's yeah. just straight Kale. Straight to the point. Yeah, you know, you might have kale, yeah. spinach, um, chard, things mm -hmm. like that. This is like a, a real nice entry-level green juice. Yeah. You know, it has the green apple in it. It just makes it, it's much more approachable and people just don't catch on like that. I don't know why, but <laughs> it's not like it's poor. It's, I just feel like I just have high expectations for the green juice. Like, get into the green juice. I, I like the green juice, What's actually. That, you know what I'm saying? I, I, prefer, I prefer a green juice. Yeah, man, it just make you think you're doing something right. <laughs> like, I always tell people if you're not, if you know you're not gonna have a bunch of veggies that day, buy the green juice. That's like the most nutrient dense. You get kale in it, it got spinach in it, it's cucumber in it, that's hydrating. Like, just get the green juice because you know you ain't gonna eat no salad later. Man, listen, like I try to, I try to add more green greenery into my like diet or whatever. You know, that's a good idea. It, it's it's I didn't realize how hard it was essentially to, to add more green to your diet essentially because everything is so carb based mm -hmm. these days you know what i mean mm -hmm. so like for someone that's trying to add more greenery to their diet 
Like, how would you do that in juice form? Would it be the green milk? First of all, don't even think about th- just come to Good Pot and come. That's okay. how you do. Come right. down. No, no. <laughs> so, so uh, we have three green juice. In fact, I have a new juice bundle called Fill Me Up, like P H Y L L, based off of chlorophyll. Right. Okay. That's the green component. Oh, in, okay. You know, that's My the green man, component in, in, okay. in plants, right? But it's this green mountain juice, mm-hmm. it's the celery juice, the Cecil that we have, and then the Forest Park, which is like all kale, spinach, cucumber, ginger, and celery, like super deep green. Mm-hmm. So if you were to, if you're juicing at home, yeah, cucumber yields a lot of liquid, yeah, right. So that's a cheat code. So throw some cucumber in there; it's going to get you a lot okay. of juice. Um, it's not bitter tasting, you know what I'm saying? So you can add a lot of different things. If if you're juicing, you can add a lot of things to that. Uh, but yeah, kale, cucumber, and then you can just basically add some other stuff, apple, ginger. A kale, apple, ginger is like super basic for most people. Okay. Um, kale used to be like, I mean, depending on who you talk to, they'll call it like a superfood or something like that. It is real nutrient dense, so you can just use kale and add it to whatever juice you got, mm-hmm. and you're on a good, you're good for greens. Yeah, you're because... good for adding greens to your diet there. Everything essentially is like super carb based. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to go back to the green part though, unless you're using herbs, so things like parsley, um, a lot like herbs are real concentrated though. Mm -hmm. So you can add those to your juices and really get like a lot of. It's like it's it's more bang for your buck. But they don't juice well because it's you know most herbs are like small leaves and small stems and stuff like. Mm -hmm. So you have to mix that with something else. If you're juicing at home, Mm -hmm. um. So yeah, but adding herbs like. What, like mint, parsley, you could put some cilantro on there, depending on what your flavor flavor profile, you know, like I don't know a lot of people that use that for juices, but even certain types of tea leaves and stuff you can use, but those things are really nutrient dense. Like I, I you can get into herbs. Um, another way to add greens, something that I've been on since last year, okay. uh, Microgreens, like I'm big into microgreens. Micro they not fun. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Like what? alfalfa <laughs> sprouts, okay. like sprouts. Okay. That's alfalfa all. Mi- microgreens okay. is just sprouts. So if you go to um, if you go to a farmers market, any farmers market across the United States, and you can go into some markets that just sell. Like Whole Foods has a version. You know, some other markets that maybe like a mom's, like that's an organic market or something like that. Mm-hmm. They may sell different types of sprouts already packaged. Yeah. But see, with micro, so microgreens are basically. It's the sprout of a lot of different types of ve- different types of vegetables, mm-hmm. but it's just the sprout part. Yeah. So it's like all the nutrients, real concentrated and compacted, still like basically in the seed, but mm-hmm. just a little bit of sprout. But you can get microgreens of all types of stuff, like broccoli. Um, I had a sorrel microgreen, you know, sorrel, the, yeah, the sweet. Yeah. Um, is sorrel a fruit or a vegetable? Well, whatever. They use it in a lot of Jamaican um, drinks. Yeah. Um, you can get like a spicy microgreen mm-hmm. from... Um, like cilantro, you, all green things. They you can they can make a microgreen of it, yeah. and you don't need a lot. Mm-hmm. Like you literally just pinch the microgreen and you can eat that. And like you want for the day, vitamin K, A, C. Wow. Okay. So and then depending on and it tastes like they have you like if you have peas at home, mm-hmm. if you leave your peas in the refrigerator for too long and you don't. Use them in a salad or cook them or anything. You start to see your peas sprout. sprout. Yeah, that's exactly what microgreens look like. Oh, I don't okay. like pea microgreens. They're too filling, oh, right? Okay. Because it's really pea microgreens is really they. It's really the pea. Mm-hmm. Lentils they can grow like and they use those as like microgreens. So 
yeah, I've been on a micro game kick. I'm not like super deep <laughs> de- into like the the chemistry of like everything that's in like all the components, but yeah. I'm in the micro greens because it shortcuts. It fast tracks me through my green intake, mm-hmm. and I don't gotta eat a whole lot of. Right, right, right. It's hard yeah. to eat a lot of kale. It's too much damn fiber. You know what I'm saying? It's too filling. <laughs> you get bloated. You know what I'm saying? And I I do yeah. meal plans and, and recommendations for people, so mm-hmm. I understand. I ain't really trying to go through all that. You know what I'm saying? You sitting around. You don't know if you got throw up, if you got poop, because you just got all... Yeah, like, like, why do I feel this <laughs> yeah, way? But, yeah, but you don't feel... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't feel... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's a lot. This, this uh, woman over here, right here, she cooks. Okay. Or whatever, you know? Like, do you know anything about, about greens? You be cooking greens? I never see greens in any of your photos. <laughs> I mean, I, well, they might not be in the photos, but I always, like, if I have a meal, I have to have something green. Like... I don't do fruit so much, but mm-hmm. vegetables, yes. Do, do you know if on any of the, the things that he just named, things of that nature, like the greens, did you know anything about that? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're smart. So why don't you just join into the conversation? Because he was talking. Okay, well, now <laughs> you can. you can get, like, mm-hmm. a lot of, like, microgreens at, um, like, Asian markets. Yep, yep. Because mm-hmm. they have, like, they have so much green. So. Asians, why? Why do you think that is? Why the Asian market is always super like clean, essentially? Oh, because I don't know. They just they have that's cultural. Yeah. Everything they do is clean. Yeah. Right. It's, so it's a lot different. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it's cultural. They yeah. they enter presentation, but they have you have you ever seen? Well, we all used to watch the kung fu movies and stuff mm-hmm. like yes. that. You see a, a Japan a Japanese garden. Mm-hmm. They manicure their garden by hand. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. They do their whole life like that. Yeah. They are craftsmen for everything, so that's their you know. Houses, yeah, their bodies, you know what I'm they saying. They treat their bodies differently. Than yeah, so they they not yeah. they not here for those games. I'm I'm into a lot of, uh, I guess you would call it Eastern cultural practices. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but uh, Hinduism, Buddhism, mm-hmm. how they live life in Japan because it, it's it's a spectrum there. Like they they into Christianity, some Hinduism, Taoism, mm-hmm. so. I study a lot of Eastern culture stuff and and like Ayurvedic, Ayurvedic medicine. There's this big ass book. Anybody can get it on Amazon. It's really popular. It's a um, uh, Chinese medicine book, mm-hmm. and it's good for every damn thing. Like so many people have this book. Um, I bought one of my friends this book as a gift. I don't even have a copy of. It. I just gave him mine. <laughs> but if you, I'm a, I gotta find it. Yeah, but please. I recommend it. I, okay. I definitely recommend it. Like it's a really good book for like holistic remedies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's a Chinese book of medicine. Yeah. Let's get into that holistic part, man, because you just uh, recently became. Um, I don't even know how to say it. Like I have it. I have accepted and embraced my duty and role as a plant based health coach. Yeah. I was kind of like, thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, no doubt. I kind of been pushing it off kind of just reluctant to really give it a shot or I never really thought it was a career path for me really? so before I started Good Part and Company I mm-hmm. studied to be a holistic nutritionist yeah. just so I can understand greens and stuff like that and know what to put in the juices mm-hmm. I just wanted to understand the st- I, I was already plant based but I wanted to know a little bit more because I know the moment I present this somebody's even going to come in and ask for questions and I want to be as helpful as possible, mm-hmm. or somebody gonna come in and challenge me, yeah. and I gotta know what the hell I'm talking right. about. Because yeah. if you don't know, then they're gonna be like, why don't exactly. I come so here? I was like, Let's, let me learn a little bit more about this. So mm-hmm. I took the course, um, stretched it out for as far as I could because I just was busy doing a whole bunch of other stuff. But I passed the course, got certified, and when you get certified at the end of the course, the only way to get the certification is you gotta take clients. Yeah. 
Wow. So you wow. gotta you gotta you gotta be a health coach. You gotta be a mm-hmm. nutritionist. So I took my. It's like you gotta do two to three clients. So I did my clients. I did pretty well by them. I did meal plans for them. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of start out with their goals. But they teach you very. It's very cut and dry. I was looking at it and thinking like this feels so nineteen eighties, like late eighties. <laughs> like, um, you know how back like we we've been around when they had like door to door salesmen and stuff yeah. like yeah. that, right? And or maybe you go to your doctor and it's like. All doctors used to have like really gray and boring ass offices, and oh, yeah. that's what it felt like at, from how I was learning how to be a nutritionist, mm-hmm. right? So there's nutritionists, and then there's like are oh, these like registered dietitians and stuff like that. So they can work with hospitals. Nutritionists don't. Wow. That's okay. the, so anybody can be a nutritionist, right? To be honest, now that's good because it's a like easy access to a knowledge base that that's helpful to people, but it's no regulation. Mm-hmm. It's it's no it's no regulation, therefore, the, is, what is it? The big pharma, um, the CFDA, or CD, what's the Certified Food Drug Administration. Oh, food drug, yeah, yeah, FDCA. Yeah. Yeah. They can always deny you, like, it, until you become a registered dietitian, now mm-hmm. there's like a gate, a barrier, there's gatekeepers for that, right? Mm-hmm. So, I wasn't with all that. Anyway, so I do I, I, I do my nutrition thing. I do my nutrition thing, yeah. and I'm learning that. Oh, I gotta teach the. I, I can I can take clients. Yeah. But it's a very intimate thing. It's very personal, and I'm more introverted, so I ain't trying to have that many people that close to me. Facts. Like being a personal trainer, you gotta be on top of your clients, yeah. right? I wasn't kidding. with it, and that's why I didn't think it was a viable. <laughs> but I was yeah. like, guess you know, just having a bit of a hustler spirit. I'm like, okay, that's a, a path I can make money, but I still have my day job. So I was doing, you know, boom, bow, I'm doing yeah, my day job. Right. I got good part and company rolling. And now, but but now I'm realizing, one, I don't want to work my, my full-time job. I want to be giving my all to this. This health thing is kind of like my space. Yeah. But I'm also realizing these people are my, they could be my clients as well. Yeah. Like I got easy access to clients for everybody that come in here and buy juice. Yeah. Right. That's on their health journey. I could be offering them another service on top of it. Yep. But I ain't believe, I ain't know about it. I ain't really have all that much confidence in myself about it. I just didn't, I just didn't think it was for me. But as I was growing and I was like, all right, I got to do something else. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all this YouTube and I'm reading, I'm seeing all these people, like they, they do coaching, they teach people how to do real estate personal trainers online and people teaching people how to make money in all these different ways. And then I started to understand it more. And I'm like, and I got the internet and I understand the internet a little bit. I should probably be interneting more. Let me me do this better. (laughs) So I'm saying like these health coaches and yo, this somebody got me with the ad. They probably just type, they probably set up the, um, they ad to hit people that's vegan or Mm -hmm. whatever. Like I don't claim to be vegan, but vegan plant-based or whatever. It said, are you vegan? Do you want to make money as a vegan coach? I was like, yeah. <laughs> so sure. they got me with the ad. So I clicked the ad and the ad, it goes straight to a webinar, hour long joint. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm on my phone and I don't watch nothing. My eyes not that good. So I ain't trying to really be on my phone watching it. So I forwarded the link to my computer yeah. and paused it. Yeah. And I went back later that night. Yo, I'm in there watching the joint end up being like more than an hour. So I'm just in there watching the whole, his whole webinar about his whole life <laughs> and all this. And I'm like, Man, I'm in. He got me. And, I'm and, in. And, and if you ask anybody that sells digital products, yeah. webinars work. Right. And it's a way that you go about doing these webinars. And in his course, he teach you how to do all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I go through the course. I mean, I go through the webinar and I set up a call to talk to him. Yeah. So we talking about it, whatever, whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. 
you know, I we ain't get to talk about price. We just want to see if it fit for me. And I was like, all right, cool. He was like, you got three hours a day. I'm like, no. And that's because I had <laughs> my full-time job yeah. and good part and company yeah. just took off. Uh-huh. And so, and I'm scrambling, learning the entrepreneur ropes of having a brick and mortar store and restaurants, you know, they fail. They, the likelihood of a restaurant failing yeah. at, it, it, is, is very high. Oh, yeah. So I'm trying not to fail. Yeah. So I got to be giving my, my, my time and attention to good part and company, mm-hmm. but I'm equipped to go over here and make money. Right. <gasps> So I was like, I'm gonna put it in my back pocket. But you know, once you in somebody click funnel, because that's what he got me from, right? Mm-hmm. The first, once you win it, you're gonna keep getting the emails. He beat me down with the emails, boom, boom. He doing his job. And I so I keep opening the emails, I keep reading it because I'm like, I'm a, I can I see this making sense. Yeah. So eventually, fast forward, I'm gonna shut up about all that. Fast forward, I get on another call with him. He patient, he never tried to sell me. And I was like, yo, I got more time, I'm ready. So we get on the call, we talk about it, you know, he go through his pitch. He wasn't heavy-handed. He wasn't real salesy or whatever. And I was like, all right, yo, sign me up. And I believe in investing in myself. At at this point, I had already invested in a mentor and a coach for mm-hmm. Good Part and Company right. to learn how to run juice bars specifically, not yeah. restaurants, juice bars. Right. So I'm big into like, invest, like if I'm going to spend money on like sneakers, I can spend money on how to learn how to make more money. Yeah, right? that's how it's Right? So at this, too, yeah. I had already invested in that coach. I invested in... Um, you you familiar with Ian Dunlap, the master investor guy from? Yeah. I already invested in Red Panda, so I'm so I'm here now. I'm I'm sold on this, making myself yeah. better at making money. Mm-hmm. So I, fuck it, I'm investing in Homeboy course. This is the most I ever paid. I, yeah, this is the most I ever paid. So it cost it cost a couple of dollars, but I paid for it. We went through it, mm-hmm. but I still ain't had it three hours or whatever the time was. I just couldn't do this shit every day. Like he had class three days a week online. Right. I was signing up. I would come in because I'm good at doing online classes. Yeah. But it's just the good part. Shit was it was busy, and I'm not complaining. It just what it, it is what it was. But long story short, I signed up. I start to get it. Then once I uh, started realizing I really want to work for myself, like mm-hmm. full time as an entrepreneur, and and I started really realizing I will make much more impact in the world doing this than my day job. Of course. I want to be. I want to make the impact it's almost selfish for me not to help people like you just asking about greens mm-hmm. i don't want to talk to people it's just because i don't have the energy not because i don't care about people yeah. so i like i really want to be doing this so if i'm going to lead that job i need to be locking up all the sources of income for the kids mm-hmm. right. what can i do so i was like you know i'm gonna start giving more energy to this and i did so i started logging into my classes more his his course started to evolve and started started to simplify some of the ways he was laying things out and it started working for me better. Yeah. Um, and the more I started tapping into class and setting up more online calls with him, because part of it is one-on-one coaching. Mm-hmm. So I would set up more stuff with him, and he was starting to help me understand like what my offer was, what am I actually good at, what can I, how can I help people. So I put together Harkham Holistic, and so I'm doing plant-based coaching. So next week is probably the last week is going to be free, so people can like sign up now. Mm-hmm. They can get into the academy for free. Then like Fat Joe said. Yesterday's price, <laughs> not today's price. So yeah, so Harkham Holistic, it's just an academy, plant-based coaching. I'm, I guess I'm leading the academy, and it's it's two different offers. The academy is just like you can get in. It's a subscription model, and you can just pay. And we we just gonna be building every mm-hmm. every month. It comes along with my full course on how to successfully transition to plant-based diet. You know, lose weight if that's your goal, improve your health, and specifically like lose weight. And increase your energy because that's mm-hmm. something that I can vouch for. Oh, yeah. I lost some weight, 
my energy level has been high since I've been plant-based. That's the only way I was able to make it through a full-time job and start a brick-and-mortar business and do this other shit mm-hmm. and join a running group and, you know what I'm saying, do all the things. So that's really what I focus on. And then the premium offer would be more one-on-one coaching. So you can still be a part of the academy where you get, like, my support directly weekly, with the, but it's with the rest of the, rest of the group, people yeah, that's in it, right? Effort, yeah. But you get community support through that because now you can talk to other people who are going through it and you don't feel so isolated or whatever. And you talking to me, you may feel... You, you could possibly feel intimidated just talking to a coach because you feel like they're so much more advanced. That's how I feel sometimes when I'm talking to my coaches. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what it is. I'm excited about it because, like, I've been, like, developing a course because I used to be, like, a teacher years and years and years another life ago. Um, I was a teacher, so I understand building curriculums. Right. But now I also understand, like, human psychology better. I understand marketing way better. And I understand design from knowing how to design, but it's not designing, like, clothes and graphics. I'm designing... I'm helping somebody design their life because I did it already, mm-hmm. you know, for myself. So that's what Harkham Holistic about, man. It's just my my plant-based coaching course. I'm happy about it. I just, I feel like I just talked a whole lot about that shit. But you, you did, man. Was, and that was, that was, yeah, you're That's why I asked the question, man. <laughs> Yo, you know yeah, what I'm that's why nobody interrupted neither. Yeah, because I remember yeah. when you had, um, when you posted and you said you was happy to start it or whatever. I read the whole joint. I was super happy for you. That's why Thank I reposted you, it, man. It's, it's, it's scary, too, because... You you start thinking who gonna buy into this? If if it's already a bunch of coaches out there, mm-hmm. why are they gonna buy what I got? Mm-hmm. You know why why would they pay to be in my course? Yeah. But everybody you connect to somebody. Everybody has their own connection to different mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna be people people who connect to me. Some people who who don't. You know they may like their coaching from somebody else. Mm-hmm. But it's still worth it for me to offer what I have. Oh yeah, because somebody maybe see themselves in me um, more than somebody else. Oh yeah, and I do feel like this is this is why I really really this is even a part of starting good part in company. You black men in the health space are typically personal trainers. Yeah. Oh man. You don't you don't really see any black men in the space for nutrition. No. And I didn't do it deliberate deliberately, but I I it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't my intent. But I did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. I stayed in that space. I'm just going. Of course, I participate in physical fitness and you know some training here and there. But I'm always going to claim first the nutrition side. Yeah. Because we just don't have enough representation in that space, and we need more information around it. Right. It's a lot of misinformation. We still learning because it's just a lot more to learn, man. So. It is, man. Like yeah. um. People don't necessarily like so. For Baltimore, right? We're in we're in a, we're in the city of Baltimore. Like, how often do you hear about people like um, trying to turn plant based? Essentially, like they're trying to figure it out. Like they're trying to step in, step away from getting the chicken box. They're trying to step away from getting you know, whatever the, the cheese stick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because it's, so, cause it's all it's located on every damn corner. Yeah. In Baltimore, the inner city or whatever. So I'm quite sure it's people out there that's like, dog, I want to change this shit. But then, but it's always around the boat. So, like, how often does that actually happen? Like, well, I mean, it's gonna happen to me more often than, than other people because yeah. they know that's what I do. Yeah. So, that's a part of me accepting being a plant based coach mm-hmm. because people are gonna come around me and start asking questions. I ain't digging. I'm, yeah. you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna relate to you. We could be talking about basketball. We could be talking yeah. about whatever right. we talking about. Yeah. I'm not gonna bring. I'm not heavy handed about it. Another reason why I got in the game because I feel like, I feel like people, the message. The messaging is off. It's health totally health off. needs a rebrand, and I'm here to help with that. That's what I'm so about. I don't really shit. talk about it, yeah. but it's gonna happen to me. So I mean, it's 
I would say it's a good percentage of people. So black people are more likely to go vegan or plant-based between 20 and 30% more so than like our white counterparts. I was about to say, talk to me about that because, because, I, that's, that's my because we know that we face more, more risk for chronic health disease, oh, yeah. right? Um, heart disease specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we don't trust doctors as much, no, especially black no. men. <laughs> so black women introduce their men mm-hmm. to healthier food options and yeah. we're going to trust our women that's making food for us, right? Always. If we don't cook. So, <laughs> and then... When you look up and you go to Curl Fest and you go to Vegan Soul Fest, which Good Part and Company will be a part of this year. Oh, really? You go to the Vegan okay. Soul Fest here. You go to, you're going to see some fly ladies out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to follow right along. Yeah. That contributes to the percentage. It does. Yeah. But mostly it has to do with overall health in the black community. So, mm-hmm. But I mean, I hear it like, I hear it often enough. Yeah. I hear it often enough. And some people, that's all they ever talk to me about. I, don't, some, I mean, I ain't going to say it, I don't want to hear it, but I just want them to feel like they're not obligated to talk to me. But you don't that. have to. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? I still else. see you as a whole person. Yeah. Like, you're not a potential client to me. You're not. I, you know, I don't see you and think, damn, you look like you're on your deathbed. Let me recommend you something. <laughs> I don't feel like that. What's mad mucus in you, son? Yeah, right? Yeah. Which is a thing that you yeah. can tell. Like, you can look at people. You know, like, you can read a person's tongue. Mm-hmm. You can read their eyes. I don't know how to do all these things very well. Mm-hmm. But I can look at some people and tell that they off. Like they and mostly that they're fatigued. I can tell. I can look and see people like that. Their body is doing too much, mm-hmm. right? Uh, not nutrition wise and physically. I don't have any training on. I don't have training on personal training. Yeah. But I do like practice yoga, and I got other yoga professionals mm-hmm. and stuff and movement specialists around. So I can tell when people like they got a little bit of a limp or a twitch. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah exactly. Like so you know. That's just like recently, like I had a uh, had a stomach flu mm-hmm. or whatever, and I I can re- like literally recall like where it probably came from. That's Eat, a good thing. Eating KFC and shit, right? With the KFC, I'm like, yo, I'm hungry. Yeah. Working and shit. I'm not really, you know. I try to eat as as clean as I possibly can or whatever, right? Yeah. But this particular day, nah, I'm about to go get me a four piece real quick. You know what I'm saying? Got the four piece munching. I was turning up. <laughs> And then I think uh, if that happened on like maybe a uh, what Monday, it happened like Monday. I think I woke up maybe Tuesday. I was like, I'm not feeling the best. What I went to the gym, stomach still beat me. I'm like, it don't feel like poop or anything like that. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Came home, I was like, ah, just start throwing up everything. Damn, I was I was bad off, man. I'm telling you, I was bad off. I was like, I'm gonna give this about. Till tomorrow, we gave it till Wednesday. I still felt bad. Called up a doctor or whatever. We got the same doctor or whatever. Called the doctor. I'm like, I'm not feeling the best or whatever. Came in, she seen me. She was like, Oh, you got stomach flu or whatever. What did you eat? I was like, I, I just had KFC, all that greasy shit. Wow. You know, she didn't say shit, but you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, look, I want you to, you know, knock it off or whatever for a second, or whatever. That had to have been, when, when did I get sick? I don't remember. I mean, about two months ago? A month ago? Yeah. Like a month. Yeah, at least a month month ago. Mm -hmm. I want to say since I've cut that portion out of my life, I think I've lost now. I'm down about fifteen pounds. Like you was trying to get down though, right? I was. Yeah. So I like I I I look at that as a blessing to like really lock me in because I'm really like conscious of like not eating like certain things now. Like I'll Mm -hmm. go certain places or whatever, and I'll be like. Oh, no, I'm not eating that or whatever. I don't necessarily count calories or anything like that. Right, right. And 
I don't like I I truly do not try to I like I'm not eating nothing fried. Like fried or whatever. I try to make sure that's why I asked you the question about greens. I try to eat as much greens as possible or whatever. Mm-hmm. Rice. I don't know what, how, how you feel about rice or whatever, but I, I eat it. Nah, I mean, I can get away with eating a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. You know I, mean? I, I know exactly what I'm eating, but yeah. I can get away with eating. I, white foods, you know, you don't really want to eat a whole lot of. No. I still eat white rice because I eat sushi. Mm-hmm. Vegetable sushi, but I eat sushi. Yeah. But when there's an option to have sushi and brown rice, mm-hmm. brown rice don't hold like sushi rice do, so mm-hmm. they don't really make it like that. Yeah. But I learned how to make sushi at home now too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I still eat. I still eat pasta. I still eat rice. I burn a lot of calories too, personally. I do too. But man. a lot of other people do too. They just don't know what to eat and like when. It's not just what you eat. Mm-hmm. It's how you eat yes. and when you eat. Literally, yes, because I was about to say that because once I stopped eating the fried foods, whatever, like my metabolism just kicked up, like right, right, tremendously, and I just right. burned so much and gained so much muscle mass or whatever. Yeah, and I, I think my body takes more to like, uh, like you were saying, like sushi and things of that nature. I want to say like a lot of fish, mm-hmm. like you know. But I was, I think last time we recorded with you, like I truly want to, I want to try to step into going more clean I guess or plant based essentially or whatever. yeah I think that what you just said about eating KFC and calling the doctor and realizing most people don't pay attention to their bodies they just they stuck on auto they just going through life just responding I'm just going to wake up I go to Chick-fil-A every morning and get the chicken sandwich That's whatever whatever um I work around the corner from Chipotle so I'm going to go there once a week yep things is just so automatic that that that's what's happening for most people so mm-hmm. Too many external factors are influencing people's body and diet and eating eating habits. Mm-hmm. When you got to take control of it, you, it got to be the other way around. You're supposed to control what you're eating, right? And, and your habits. So with all those external factors in people's head and conditioning them, they never stop to think and feel about their body. Nope. They don't they take, think they're supposed to feel that way. Yeah, yeah they think Somebody it's regular. shouldn't wake up and feel sluggish every yeah. day. Like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, like, yeah exactly. Like, crap every day. It's exactly. Like, we, like, we, like, like, it's a, like, like it's a, it's like you're supposed to get the itis every Thanksgiving. Right. That's not what you're no, supposed to do. Why do you wait until yeah. four p.m. to eat like yeah. so, three hours worth of food? Yeah. Like, yeah. No. And, and one like, thing, like one thing that I that I had to do for that I do for all my clients, if I'm doing one on one coaching and it's a part of holistic, you gotta take a food log. People don't take a food log. A food log is not just to track what you eat, but how you felt when you when you ate yeah, it yeah, and yeah. when you eat. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you can eat at certain times of the day and it give you more energy. Yes. So, or sometimes you eat and it just make you sluggish. Like, I know I crash every day between two and four. It don't matter what I eat. The only time I don't is if I fasted that day and I just don't eat until around that time. Yeah. Other than that, I already know. It's going down. I don't care what day it is. Saturday, <laughs> Sunday through Saturday, between two and four, mm-hmm. I might be, if I'm, if I'm awake talking to you, I'm trying. Like, I'm fighting. You know what I'm saying? But I listen to my body. I understand. I understand. So, you know, people don't, they're not very conscious eaters. And a lot of times we don't think about how we feel when we eat. So we got to keep better track of how we feel when we eat, man. Mm-hmm. All the foods. Yeah, you know I remember that conversation the last time we talked to whatever about like how you actually feel or whatever. So that's what made me recall like that time. Like, I was like, I feel like shit. Like, and then I started to realize like whenever I ate fried food, I really truly felt like shit. Like, yeah. it, it took me back to times like, uh, like I shouldn't feel like this, and I think this is probably the healthiest I've ever been in life. 
That's what's up, cause you, cause you getting older and getting better, yeah. and that's the whole point of me. That's the whole point of me being a plant based advocate. That's what I. That's what I claim. Mm-hmm. I'm a plant based advocate. Yeah. Because I feel like I got better over time, mm-hmm. and it's going to do that for most people, right. especially if you're starting at a deficit when you was, you know, excuse my French, but eating like shit for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you make that change. You're gonna just feel better, mm-hmm. and you just you get better, man. We trying to be Tom Brady out here. You man, know what? what? I mean? Tom get... looked better. Like, look, when you see him when he first started in the league, look like pure shit out there. Look at him, yeah, man. double we... chin or whatever you out there, look goofy yeah, or whatever. I mean, we got age like wine, not like milk. Yeah, man. So... Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm trying to be 45 and look look fly like Tom, man. That's what I'm trying to be out here. That's how I really feel. Like yeah. this is my thing. This is my proclamation, and it sounds crazy, but I'm gonna say it because I just like saying it. I'm trying to put 120 on the board. Okay. I, it ain't about eating perfect. Gandhi type shit. I'm, but I'm trying to put 120 on the board. Yeah. I want to see a full century, not 100 years. Like I was born in 1980. I want to see a full 100 year time span go past. Yeah. So I got to be one. T- I want to see the year 2000 mm-hmm. to 2100. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I, I want to see a whole. Yeah, like, okay. So I need to I put 120 on the board. Yeah. I got to put one. Right and, I, and, and like, like okay. technology. Yeah, I technology is going to advance enough to where, like, I, I might not even have to download my brain. I just need to get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I just got to get better and better at efficiency for my body. Technology is going to get us there. And I, I with, with, so. what you're doing with, you're doing, uh, with your body is definitely yeah. what happened. Because, like, now, like, so. So fitness is a big component, and it's like it's a part of the third part of Hawk um, Holistic. Mm-hmm. It's a fitness part, right? Like yeah. I'm not a trainer, but I got things that I do. I can always offer what people. I got a ba- a baseline for what is a good enough amount of fitness for any and everybody. Yeah. And then like some extra steps if you try and kick it up a notch, right? Mm-hmm. But the older I get, the less intense my exercises need to be. Mm-hmm. Right now, I need to be a little bit intense because you gotta like you gotta. You need muscle mass because we're yeah. going to lose muscle mass as we get older. Yeah. So I got to gain muscle mass and, and you want to keep like testosterone levels up too. So you want to be doing squats. You want to lift heavy here and there, right? Mm-hmm. You want to do sprints and shit like that. Yeah. But also you want your joints and stuff to work. Yeah. So you actually got to use them and use them well during the time that you can use them. So the older you get, your diet supports the actual movements that you make. Mm-hmm. So that's a part of living a longer life, right? So, I, so me being plant-based and... An underlying part of Harkham Holistic, like the way I'll be teaching, what I care about, my personal fitness and diet regimen is for flexibility, mobility, and longevity. I like, I like that. That's what, I'm, that's what I do what I'm doing for. Like strength yeah. is in there too, mm-hmm. but strength is a part of mobility and flexibility. Mm-hmm. But longevity is a part of it. If, like, if, I was, if I was lifting heavy, if I was like at hitting the weights and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it has shortened my lifespan. Because I'm just putting on too much weight for my frame. I'm not that big of a person. I just got to accept the fact that I just ain't going to be, <laughs> you know, 6, 165 and cut up. <laughs> if I am, if I'm if I'm 165 and cut up, mm-hmm. oh, from like, I, so I only weigh like 150 right now. Yeah. I know that's like kind of like, but if I, if I get to 165 by the end of this year, right? Mm-hmm. And I carry that for the next 20 years. I can't put 120 on the board. That's a lot of stress for my frame over time. Yeah. And I got to eat a lot to, to, to do that. Yeah. I'm going to be closer to Bruce Lee. Yeah. I just, I, that's just what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So I just got to train intense, stay slim. You know what I'm saying? Just do my little cardio type shit, whatever it is. But I know I'm training for 120. So yeah. I got to be doing stuff for longevity. So I can't be hitting it too hard, too often. As I get older, I'm going to be doing more stuff like just mobility training and just mm-hmm. yoga. 
Dude. And I don't know how long I'm gonna be sprinting, but I'm gonna always try to sprint. <laughs> Even at 60, like I'm gonna just sprint a little yeah. bit. I'm gonna say your sprint just won't look like a sprint, yeah. but to yeah. you it is. But for me it is. Yeah. And you only need to do it six seconds at a time. You sprint six seconds at a time, that's gonna give you a boost. One thing I learned too from like a lot mm-hmm. of personal trainers, um, I know you had a question, but I just wanted to share this because no, somebody ahead. might learn something yeah. from this. Uh, sprinting will help your endurance more than your your endurance won't give you strength. Yeah. Right? So I could do what a cross if I sprint sprinters are more capable of running what a cross country runner is than a cross country would runner would be trying to run what a sprinter did on the track, mm-hmm. right? Because the twitch fibers and all that type of shit it get deep. I listen to a lot of biohack and stuff too, so I tried it. And you only got to do six seconds at a time, four intervals, right? Six seconds, boom, get back to your regular yeah. job, put some more. Six seconds in there, like sprint for six seconds. That shit is hard too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you, you start off like that's easy. Yeah, you gonna feel it. You gonna feel it. But yeah, I try to get the sprints in there so it can help me with my longer runs. You was talking about like uh, the body mass ordeal. Do you think that chart that you see at the doctor office is that chart true? Like, like the BMI? Yeah. The body mass index. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think it's very. I, I know a lot of black people don't be trying to be into it, and, and I understand because we just don't want to hear nothing with the doctor saying. But it's very, it's very applicable. What people don't realize that the BMI accounts for is what your body will be like in the future. Mm-hmm. So, if you above, so the after, so you're supposed to be between twenty two and twenty five on the BMI. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere around it, twenty two to twenty seven, I believe, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. But if you're over 30, if you're overweight now, you're only going to gain more weight as you get older. older. So it's going to make it harder for your body to perform. And we forget, like, our heart is a muscle, right? Mm -hmm. And and the more pressure you put on it, the harder your heart has to work to get blood throughout your whole body. So are people built different? Can people carry their weight in different ways? I do believe that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you don't want to be overweight too. It's like peaking in high school. Mm-hmm. You know the one girl that just was all that. You know what I'm saying? The one girl that was all that, 11, 12, she was built like uh, somebody auntie. She was crazy. But when you come back to crazy, crazy, crazy. and all it, and all her boyfriends were yeah. 24, you couldn't get no play. Yeah. <laughs> right? You don't want to be that. Yeah. You don't want to be that. Because no, when all. you come back for the 10 year high school reunion. She, she looks nuts now. Oh you know what I mean? And, I don't mean the, and, and the same thing happened to men. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It the, definitely happened to men. All the time, I'll be seeing like you know, dog. You know what I'm what saying? Yeah. So you don't want to be that. They so and that's what that's what the the BMI is basically a very good indicator of the trajectory yeah. that you want. Now it's a, also a good indicator of mm-hmm. right now you could probably be facing some kind of health complication. Yeah. If you're overweight, but yeah. it is it now it can be tricky because you can go on the first of the month and come back on the thirtieth of the month and the doctor do your BMI and they be like, oh you you in risk of having a heart attack. And all you did was eat one salad a day more yeah. for the rest of the month. Jesus Christ, yeah, like. And your BMI drop, and all of a sudden, oh no, you've been looking good. Your cholesterol levels, this, that, and the third, and that would lead somebody to not trust right. the BMI. But I do yeah. think the BMI is uh is valid, and I think people, I've I've run my clients through it. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Okay. Because it's it's also. A truth indicator. Mm-hmm. Like you gonna look in the mirror. You you know how you feel when yeah. you look in the mirror. I don't. Facts. Yeah. You know how you look. So let me put this my mirror, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do the math on it and be like, all right. You over. This is saying that you overweight. Well, I'm saying, but you know, like, 
They always do that. Yeah, but you. I mean, you're away. You're away. Do you want to fix it? Or you yeah, yeah, like that. This is a this is a, a good truth. And now, you can just just get the weight down. Mm-hmm. You can get the shape that you want. Yeah. Just get the weight down, because you're only going to gain more over time. So. I always hear black women saying that the BMI chart is. Well, we got a black woman right here. Like, how do you feel about that chart? Because. Dr. Sharnisha is, is, she's tall. She's 5'9". Right. Whatever. And I, well, it says I'm overweight, but I, I mean, like, I am. Um. <laughs> see, oh, but see, that's the thing. All right, so over overweight, you could be one pound over, you could be one pound overweight and be overweight. Yeah. The thing is, like I said, it's a good indicator of trajectory. Mm-hmm. If you're overweight today... Because habits are habits. If you're overweight today, you will likely be overweight tomorrow unless you make a change. change yes. So it's not like you're overweight, you're about to die. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, I'm going yeah. to die in two days. No, don't it, work that way. a change you can make to yeah. do better. If you're obese, stop. <laughs> work on something now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because some, yeah. the, the some people might could, could think because they're still getting a lot of play. Both ways. A guy could just be overweight and fat. He's still getting play. Yeah, that plays he, into it, man. He over... But he... He overweight. He obese. He got yeah. a big ass gut. He ain't seen his penis in yeah. the last seven years. Because he can't look straight down and see it. He got, you know what I'm saying? It's real. It's that, so and that's my point. That's my yeah. point of being in this space. Because yeah. I got to, somebody got to talk somebody to you. Gotta, yeah, definitely. And, and now I'm always trying to have that conversation with people, but I'm saying it now because you guys give me a chance to talk about yeah. it. That's real. It works both ways. So if you're obese now, it's not, mm-hmm. you got to make a change. Yes. Or it's going to get worse. Definitely going to get worse, man. And it gets harder to lose weight. And it, yes, and it, get to, yeah, and it gets harder to, yeah, and it gets harder. And then, like, don't feel like the doctor is judging you if they tell you whatever they tell you about the BMI. Because if you go home and put the numbers in on, on the, the computer, going to tell you the same thing, too. The computer is not judging you. Like, the numbers don't, don't change. Know you, man. That's the good thing about it. it. It may be, people think it's based on, like, a European standard. Yeah, or, or metric. white people. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I understand. <laughs> they use almost everything they possibly could to trick us in her ways. Yeah. But we know the truth. It's harder to lose weight as you get older, and it's only going to get you know worse. So yeah, is that, but is that a thing though? Like, is that different BMI charts? No, no. So it's only one. So why would a person think that um, it's a European standard, quote unquote, or whatever the case? Because is. black people want a reason well, to be fat. Well, they're also are like sizing charts are different. Yes. In Europe versus here. Mm-hmm. So, because, it's just like... Because they're smaller than us over there. But they got a different um, metric system also, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean... But it's also like... I don't know. It's just so, a thing where like wedding gowns are also a, like way different sizes yeah. than what you would actually be. Yep. And those are mm-hmm. based in Europe, so... Uh, I don't know. What, 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 what are you trying to say? I'm just trying, like, if it's if a BMI is like a standard universally, I don't understand why I would why would somebody feel like it's a. So like when you do sizes, when you say, um, so you know how like when people buy clothes, right? Yeah. So like, like ten fifteen years ago, you were mm-hmm. buying mediums. Now mediums fit like larges, or vice versa. Mediums fit like small. You're like, man, this shit wasn't cut like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they say European style. What the fuck is European style? As if you know. And you're like, yo, this don't make no, make my medium medium, make my small small. Like, what the fuck is we doing? Nah, we're. Right. Yeah, then you got like box cut and all this other shit. You like, you bought this shit like, oh, this a medium. Grab this. You put that bitch on. She be mad, wide at the bottom. You, know you be like, you just gave me an idea. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do more research on the BMI. I'm gonna see when it was started and try to see if I can think, figure out why it was started, like who started it, what culture started it. Yeah. So 
because it's standard across human size, like all human beings can use it. Mm-hmm. What you just said is real true. Like sizing was different years ago. Mm-hmm. So like if you if we go buy vintage clothes now, a medium don't fit like a medium. It fits know. way smaller. Yeah. And I think the reason why most Americans don't like BMI, not just black women, but Americans, because we are conditioned to want more and more. We just keep getting bigger and we need to justify mm-hmm. our being bigger and eating more. And like the BMI has not adjusted for right, no, yeah, you adjusted, you adjusted the wrong way, you adjusted the wrong way, and that that go all all yeah. across the whole. You five three two hundred. Yeah, I'm not above Man, that either. You. I'm American. Yeah. I feel like you know what those things apply to my way of thinking yeah. too. So I'm gonna do that. I'm taking. So I'm supposed to be like one ninety. I weigh two eighteen. I'm right now. You probably one ninety. I'm supposed to be one ninety for my height. Like it says one ninety between one ninety and and two hundred or whatever. So so, I'm two nineteen. Is right your old but so all right? So this is I another thing, right? Uh, what what's that? When a person is overweight, right? I would be yeah, I would be considered overweight. I'm right. not obese, but I'm overweight. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I don't feel like it though, and I don't look like it. It's weird. Sometimes a person can be overweight, but they look in shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, like plus muscle weighs more than fat. Fat, but, of course. Um, it's hard to be like, you overweight. And this motherfucker like, I'll be in a gym three times a day. you like, God damn, fuck that. What's your and, schedule and, look like? And that's the thing. It does being overweight, it doesn't automatically, it may not automatically be a bad thing. Right. If you're, trying to, if you're a professional fighter, you might got to... You might <laughs> gotta get a certain weight. Yeah. You know your why? Because I, I gotta. Yeah, you need your body fat. You need a certain mat, certain muscle mass. Or let's say you do physical. You have a job that's physical. You got physical. You need to maintain a certain level of muscle mass. I don't care if you tell me I'm overweight because I gotta go and build the train tracks that you and your family gonna be driving. Right. Now. You know what I'm saying? Or I, I do a physical job. Right. You know, I do, I'm a sanitation worker. I'm a construction yeah. worker. or Something. So you need to have more muscle mass mm-hmm. and you moving around. Yes, Your man. heart is healthy. Yeah, That's yeah. why like you don't, the BMI is not the be all end all. It's yeah. just a good indicator yeah. Yeah. of what you're doing now, what you need to be doing going forward. But your heart could be healthy. You may you all your vitals and stuff can be good and you can still be ten pounds overweight, yeah. quote as air quotes so people who can't mm-hmm. see me. And all that's muscle mass that you need and use. So, mm-hmm. you know, it varies. Everybody's Health is particular to them, yeah. But there's still baselines for all of us all of yeah. on what's you know what's going to work. Because they'll tell you like you might need to do a cut back on this or, mm-hmm. um, like for some people like for me, I um I'm not into like the like how you guys are into the specific health parts. I'm into portions. Like I try not to eat as much versus yep. um delving into more of a particular um food group, mm-hmm. and I try not to eat too much of one particular food group outside of vegetables because that don't count but uh, like with meats I try not mm-hmm. to eat like if I eat a steak or cheese steak or something like that I only want to eat beef maybe once or twice a week if, uh, if that fish like right. three times chicken mm-hmm. twice or two that's good or see that's like health conscious that's you paying attention to what you that's being a smart eater yeah. portions is the big deal yeah. yeah I got so we was talking about this not too long ago or whatever um, how often do you drink water I drink water every day how much though at least a cup at least. At least a cup. Yeah. You hear this. Mm-hmm. One cup one of water. Cup. No, I'm saying every day, but I might drink more than one cup. I don't, I don't, I don't ever measure that. You hear this. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I'm not, I'm not, the, I'm not the dude, I'm not the dude at home that's like, let yeah. me get that big gas cup and make sure I can measure. I don't one do that. Cause damn cup. Yeah, but sometimes I might, sometimes I might, to. sometimes I might, I might drink Danny a gallon of water. I don't know, but I'm, I don't, um, again, like I said, I'm not, cons- I don't measure everything that I do. How important is water? To your body 
First, before you answer that question, how much water are you intaking in a day? Who, me? Yes, you. I drink probably, so I got the 32-ounce joint, uh, the black joint from like uh, Amazon or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll drink probably about five or six of those bad boys a day. See, that's so 32 day. ounces? Yes. So how many, how many, how much total is that though? Nigga, I don't know. I'm just letting you like know. 150, 150 yeah, like I, I drink, I'm telling so you right like, now. some gallons? That's close. Yeah, yeah. I drink the how proper amount should, of water. How much water should you take in a day? So I, it's a whole lot. It's not like you over. It's not like you overdoing it a little bit. Some days I'll do. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, like I still haven't. My recommendation is at least half your body weight. Yeah. But then some people say you need to drink eight cups. You gotta think, uh, or sixteen cups. A cup is only eight ounces. Nope. Yes. Yeah. Right. But what people underestimate or don't know is that you get hydration from food too. Also, mm-hmm. yes. Right? So that counts as water intake. Mm-hmm. Like if you eat a cucumber, it's like 90 to 94% water. Yeah. Right? So if you eat half a cucumber in a salad or a quarter of a cucumber in a salad, mm-hmm. that's ounces of water. That's the reason why some people still alive because some people don't even drink water. Drink water at all. Right? But it's high, like, that's why it's like this hydration in this juice. Right you know, there. Green Mountain. To, to some level, it's, it's hydration. Like if you drink tea, yeah. if you drink you know, soda, that's hydration. It may not be... The, the, it's still hydration. Yeah. The beverage may not be good for you, but it's still hydration. I do, I do, a, lot of, I do a lot of cranberry juice. Yeah that's, why pe- yeah, that's how people are still, you know, still alive. But yeah. drinking more, drinking water is just good because because water helps flush out toxins from yes. your system. So I feel so good. That's that's, that's a really that's a really yeah. good thing, yeah. man. So uh, people should drink, you know, more. Yeah, see, like when I drink a lot of water, bro, can't stop pissing. So that's why I don't drink. That's why I can't sit and just like, drink a whole bunch of water like, because it's going to make me piss way, way too much. It's like, OD, I be, man. I feel, like a, I feel like an old person with a weak bladder when I drink mad water. Same, same. So it's not that, um, and then like I, I, I pay attention to the color of my urine when I piss, so I know yeah. that I'm not dehydrated and shit like that. Exactly. And so I drink a lot of coconut water because it just has more nutritional value, more electrolytes mm-hmm. and shit like that. And I like the taste of coconut water. Also, I work in a juice bar and smoothie, smoothie bar. <laughs> health cafe, so I got the and, and, and I do some, I ain't gonna lie, maybe like three times or two times a week, I do probably have like a smoothie. You know yeah. what I mean? From, yeah. um, and I, I, I'm, I mostly get the fruits. I, I, don't, I don't do a lot of green smoothies, but I, I definitely do like the fruits. So man, Desmond, you said if you don't go to the gym, you don't drink water. I thought that was the wildest shit I've ever heard in my life. Oh, no, well, luckily drink. he goes to the gym too. often. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the gym. I forget. I mean, you forget. How the fuck you forget to drink water? Yeah, no, I drink, I, drink, I drink some water every day, mm-hmm. but it's not, I'm not, I don't measure the amount of water yeah. that I drink, though. Yeah. Like, I don't measure. I just know I got 32 ounce joint. But saying, but that's still that's still a way for you to measure it though. Yeah, because I'm always like yeah, I'm always man. in gym and shit. I think like that's good though. Yeah. I think you should have like I got a couple of those cups. I don't always take them with me around, mm-hmm. so I just drink. I just stop and think. I'm getting my fruit plate, my fruit platter, I mean my yeah. fruit salad kick lately too. Yeah. So, yeah. What, what's, yeah, what's, what's, what's in here? Shout out to Troy Boy because fruit salad from Troy Boy. Yeah. I carry that. I bought me a whole pan of it today. You said you bought a pan of fruit? Yeah, he made fruit salads. Troy be making fruit salads. Yeah. I bought like a little personal container. I bought two of them. Somebody got a fucking pan of fruit. No, I bought oh. out, the, the one I bought the, the personal. My, my daughter ate my second personal one with me. And my father was like, oh, you lucky. That was almost gone. Almost gone. So I bought a tray. Now everybody even have some. What's your favorite fruit? Oh, uh, man, it depends. So I love plums, but I don't, I don't know how to pick them up. It's like my pops. I'm not, I'm not pops, but my grandfather used to pick back in the day because everyone he had, them bitches was sweet. Sometimes you get them bitches <laughs> bitter. You're like, God damn, it's the wrong one. Um, pears, peaches, um, um, oranges, cool. Uh, what's some small ones? Tangerines. Not tangerines, the other joints. 
Uh, no, uh, mandarins. mandarins, mandarins, but it's a, it's another one too. These little, they, 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 yeah, them little cuties should be good as a motherfucker. I didn't know they was good like that. I had some recently. Them little motherfuckers good as a bitch. Um, I like kiwi. I love kiwi. Yeah. Um, like cherries. Strawberries cool, but strawberries don't taste like they did when we was kids. They don't yeah. taste that sweet. That's because they all like meat and fucking FDA. So yeah, but I'm saying they don't taste as sweet as they used to when we were children. But cherries, we still taste. They ain't farmed how they supposed to be farmed. Cherries, you kind of only get seasonally now. Like they just don't need. Yeah, but it's so funny that we hardly ever used to see cherries in the market, but we had hella cherry flavored. Candy. Yes. Always. Yeah. Ten percent juice. And who decided like to make berry. raspberry blue? No. Nothing about <laughs> raspberry blue. <laughs> blue. blue. Raspberry. Oh, like that's premium marketing, right? But there. you know, what's super Let's funny though. The raspberry Jolly Rancher definitely is blue. Why? <laughs> Why? You think about this? I would do a taste there. test, but I don't even eat candy. I want to know if blue raspberry tastes like a real raspberry. Yes, I don't eat candy either. I want to know. It's been a but while, no, man. The Ocean Spray Crane Raspberry is delicious, by the way. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. I'll be drinking that joint. That's my joint right now. So you be going to like all of the Asian markets or whatever to get your uh, your garnish? Yeah. Yeah? Where else? Um, I do Aldi. Aldi. And uh, Lidl. Lidl? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's new, right? Yeah. yeah, I think they own by the it's same like a company. Bigger Aldi. Yeah, they, yeah. they own by the same people, I think. I don't know. No, I think no. Aldi is owned by the people who own Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. Yeah. Yeah. Lidl is owned by, I don't know, Lidl is owned by somebody that's a competitor, though. Okay. Right, think, it's yeah. like some, it's from some other country, but mm-hmm. it's, yeah, Trader Joe's and Aldi. Um, right. which, which uh, Asian market do you go to? H-Mart. Where's that? Yeah, where's that? There's one in Elegant City. Okay. And then there's one. Um, Is that the joint off Route Forty? Yes. Yeah. But like, it's, it's in further a, yeah, in. But yeah. there's another one that I don't like that one as much. It's a smaller <laughs> one that's closer to um, Double T Diner. I know what that on one you talking yeah. about. Yeah, that yeah. one's trash. Yeah, yeah H Mart. That yeah. one's trash. And yeah. anyone is like, it's like a way like close to like a gang of people. It's gonna be trash. People being there just fucking it up. I hate it. I hate it so much. Well, why are you laughing? This is like. You were talking about how you don't like the, uh, what was the Lidl that's on uh, Route 40? Was it the Lidl? No, no, no. no it was something you said, I hate going to this one. I'd rather go to the one that's further out. Probably Walmart. Was it Walmart? I don't think it was Walmart. It was the grocery store. No, I ain't gonna lie. No, then it was, then it was the Walmart. Walmart's that be yeah, 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 there you go. Like yeah, because yeah, I remember having this conversation there, with you. But there's the yeah. one that's further so out. So I'd rather go further out or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, the Walmart should be close to, like, people can get quick access to. Them shit still be fucked up, though. Always, yeah. just like just like with food options. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like that ain't shit in this motherfucker. Yeah, you don't never stop out. You go on Route 40, you go closer to like Catonsville. You try and go into Baltimore City, ain't nothing but New York fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Yo, New York fried yeah. chicken is the worst chicken box yeah. ever. Pop. <laughs> right. When was the last time you had a chicken box? More than ten years ago. My man. Oh, you don't, you, you know me at all? No, right. man. We oh, had this shit. conversation. <laughs> He stopped, man. He said, I don't want to feel like this anymore, man. Look at him. Yeah, Goddamn Gandhi over here. I, 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 you want to live, outlive all of us. For a minute, I used to miss buffalo wings. Really? That was the only thing I really was craving. And that was like within the first two years or so. Mm-hmm. After that, I was just like, man, whatever. I can just make buffalo cauliflower bites or something. Like, it just tastes good anymore. Yeah, you know. It was it was more like, it was more the flavor than the actual texture. I don't, texture. I don't exactly. care for the buffalo sauce. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm not like Buffalo sauce. Yeah, nope. If, if done right. Give me them dry wings. If done right. You got any more questions from my from my man right here? Mm-hmm. Which uh, which which more? Which one of these juices is the most popular one? The Camden. The Camden. Yeah, the Camden is, is the yeah. most popular. But and when we first opened, like I wasn't really tracking it. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have tracked it sooner because yeah. I would have just stopped making other stuff. Like you gotta <laughs> learn how to be a better businessman. But I yeah. would have just stopped making other stuff it. and just made that juice. Yeah. yeah. Like and eventually I realized like take some of this stuff off like. The, the celery juice. Mm-hmm. I made that shit for so many months for no good reason. Like, it's so... This price sold... The Canon price sold four times as much as celery juice. Mm-hmm. Damn. Business yeah. says, don't sell more celery juice. Yeah. Sell more the damn yeah. Camden. So I took it off the menu and then a few people would come in and ask where it was at. Yeah. It was like, it's not in the shelf no more but you can order it online. Yeah. And um, yeah, I would have just like... I would have just yeah, I would have just streamlined faster and I wish, put that I wish out. I wish Dozen was here because when you had your uh, your soft opening, we came and uh, you had the celery juice in there. He had drunk that shit and he was like, "Ah, oh, maybe if I keep drinking it, it gets better." <laughs> not not in one sitting, but like over time. So celery juice, so celery juice and celery itself, like yeah. it can help change your taste palette. Mm-hmm. So. It tastes better yeah. over time when you get used to drinking it. I was like, guys, right? I remember, I remember this bad boy. I brought like three of these joints yeah. that day. I was like, let me get yeah. no, mm-hmm. Most people, I like celery juice now, but most people don't like celery juice. I like the benefits of celery juice more than the taste, yeah. but I'm not bothered by the taste as much anymore. So what's it doesn't the benefits turn me for the celery juice? Like, it really, it's really good for gut health. Okay. Um, it has special like sodium clusters in it, so like, it's, so you ever notice how like celery? I don't know if you ever. Had, Eat, drink celery juice. You can taste it more celery juice than actually eating celery. Mm-hmm. I don't say because I. But it celery. has like a bit of a salty taste to it. Yeah. Because it has like special salt classes in it that really helps with like a lot of different. Okay. Uh, like health salt. factors, but it's really good mm-hmm. for for gut health. It's good for helping people with like autoimmune diseases. So like it's a whole big community of people who just drink celery juice who yep. have stuff like psoriasis and shit like that mm-hmm. but it's really good for helping people who have different types of autoimmune so auto autoimmune diseases do they range like it's vast yeah. eczema is a form of autoimmune mm-hmm. disease okay. so yeah. like um, so I have a question yeah. is celery seed does that is that different from does that differ from the actual like celery or celery juice like people that use celery seed as like a um, you know like when you uh, well, well they stuff. use it. It's a healthier tasting version of salt because celery seed tastes a bit salty. So, mm-hmm. but I I couldn't say one way or the other if it has more or less nutritional value. I was did it have any nutritional value? I don't even know. Seed. You would think it does it because it's like such a little bit, but it, it may it may. I I would say this is this is uh, addition by subtraction. It's not salt. <laughs> so because it's not white salt. Instead, mm-hmm. but it adds a salt flavor. You win by not having something that's going to boost your, you know, sodium intake directly. Okay. So, and that's that's and that's the big thing about how you got to look at adopting a plant based diet. People think about what they can't have. That's just overall pe- psychology. Yeah. Yes. People tend to think of things from a negative point of view. Always. But it's not about what you can't have. It's about the freedom to do all the other things. One is going to open up your mind to all types of other food. It's literally going to change your flavor, your taste, your taste buds, and mm-hmm. your palate. Definitely. Right. So, food tastes different. Good, good food tastes good. Bad food tastes bad. Because mm-hmm. typically we say good food tastes bad, and that's just not true. Um, <laughs> but and I'm saying it, it may not taste great. Like 
all green stuff don't taste great. We know that, but it's still good for you. So that's what good food tastes like. Um, but it's about what you can have. What you can have is the result that you get from eating a plant-based diet, whether it's just maintaining a healthy weight, whether it's reversing some kind of chronic ailment you have or some kind of autoimmune disease like we were just saying, mm-hmm. or if it's just actually losing weight, right? Or if it's like clearing your skin, if it's improving your gut health, that's what you get to gain from adopting a plant-based lifestyle. It's not because you got to give up chicken boxes. Right. <laughs> like, I don't understand why people think about it that way. I'm, no, I'm sorry. I understand why people think yeah. about it that way, but that's not the way we should look at it. So hopefully I can communicate that through Hawkeye Holistic and yes. just just as a person and like just talking to people like that. I ain't trying even if I ain't trying to sell anybody anything or like or trying to coach them. If they come to me asking me about it, I have certain questions I ain't gonna say it on the podcast. Like yeah. they're not in, intruding questions or anything, but they let me know what their mindset is. Yeah. And what they think about it. There you go. Yeah. Gut health is important. Everything yeah, is going on the Yeah, shit. man. Gut, they yeah. say it's your second brain, man. Yeah. Like, a gut feeling ain't a gut feeling just because somebody made that shit up. Like, you literally got all the bunch of nerves yep. telling your body yep. what to do. Very important. Yeah, man. Gut health. And mo- so, a lot of people suffer from, like, well, I won't say suffer, but a lot of people lack proper gut bacteria, right? Mm-hmm. So, they don't have the right probiotics and they don't eat green food, so they don't get prebiotics to feed a little bit of probiotics and they, then they got all types of parasites and shit. Like, we always can get parasites, you know, any, 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 and Everybody. Yeah. But the more you eat bad things, the more the parasites get to feed on it. Yeah. And the more you eat things that create parasites, like pork, you could cut somebody's stomach open and just see shit moving. You'd be like, well, why is that? Why? We didn't know. You You wouldn't even know that that's happening. That's the reason why a lot of people got fatigued, too. I'm sorry. I'm just dragging this no, on. Go for it. Parasites are sucking up energy and people like literally... Eating the food that you're supposed to be using for food, mm. parasite beating you to it. As soon as you digest it, oh, I got that. Yeah. Interception, nigga. Dion. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I mean? you come through. You know, you know what I'm saying? You come through. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to grab this chicken box or whatever. You're going to eat something that's not all that good for you. And you think that's about to fuel you up? Nope. Parasites right there. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Got that. Yeah, man. For real. <laughs> yeah. For real. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's deep, man. It's deep. So, the more I learn, the more I'm trying to share. Right. I got yeah. my little system set up for how come holistic and how to help people make holistic. the transition. But it's not like I'm not coming in with like the same charts the doctors is using that they're going to put up on the wall. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm coming with my lived experience and research that I've done. So. Hawkeye you know, holistic. Hopefully, I can just help some people get along in their health journey and achieve what they're trying to achieve. But, you know, if I got to come down as. You know, that coach that you don't like that much. <laughs> it's going to be like that. I got coaches that tell me stuff I ain't really trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. All right, man. We can, we can leave it there, man. Cool. This is a pretty good damn episode, man. I feel healthy. Just, just feel healthier this. talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Holistic. Good part. Tell them where they can find both, please. So, Good Part and Company on Instagram is Good Part and Co. And Harkham Holistic is H A R C U M. H O L I S T I C. So I just changed my. It used to be Aqua. So if you was following me as Aqua, mm-hmm. it changed over to Hawk and Holistic. I made the big transformation, yeah. the rebrand. <laughs> Speaking of rebrand, you ever go to a girl page and like all of the pictures is yeah. deleted all and all of a sudden, that's the rebrand. I just didn't delete all my old pictures. I want you to see how far I came yeah. in the game. But yeah. Um, Yo, 
Right, right. The, the website though for Good Part and Company where you can order your juice cleansers is goodpart.co. Yeah. Um, you want juice cleanser? Yeah, so we do, we, we do juice cleansers every first and third Saturday. They're available. Mm-hmm. You can order them every week, but the pickup days is every first and third Saturday. That's okay. just so we can, you know, ensure kind of like quality mm-hmm. control and collect the orders and stuff like that. And um, YouTube, Good Part and Company, I just did like a 30 day series when I first transitioned to full time entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So I tracked that every day just to like hold myself accountable. And it was just, how come Holistic didn't launch yet? I just was tracking what my days was like doing Good Part and Company. Mm-hmm. So if anybody cares to check that out, YouTube, Good Part and Company. Boom, right there, man. You get yourself some juices, man. You gained that seven pounds when you was out there in Cancun. Man, you was doing too much, my G. You were doing too much. But we ain't going to talk about that. I right 10,000 steps in one day. Oh, oh my God, you did it. The front street was a real street. Yo, big ass. Listen, this is the Northern Podcast. Hey, man. Thanks for having Cute, me. Man. God bless no you. Problem. Appreciate yeah. you so much, man. This is the Northern Podcast. Thanks for listening. God bless. Good night. I'm going to go ahead and fade it on. Now, you want to say something? No. All right, good. Bye. Welcome to the Welcome Nourishment to Podcast. Be more burst boom. DC glass pipe. VA scent bells. About that trap life.